Welcome back to another episode of the Three Speech Podcast, 3SP as ever. I'm the mad lad of Jihad, Darius Davies. I'm joined by the Beijing sensation. Dipset bird gang. The vanilla gorilla. Huh? <laughs> Struggling today. Didn't take his advance. I'm good. How are you guys? Uh, and we unfortunately don't have our resident. Fortunately, fortunately, fortunately we don't have our resident hate speech uh, provocateur. But we've got someone far better, handsomer, cleverer, more hateful, more hateful, <laughs> more to the right. It's more none right wing. It's yes. none other than our favourite Venezuelan back once again with a renegade master, Mr. Francisco Foster. Thank you very much, Ooh. Darius. I like to think of myself as a gateway to the alt right. That's what I've been called many times. You so, are. Or to the people further on the right, controlled opposition. So whatever you want. Controlled opposition. That's or, what I am, or just, man. Or just gammon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I just want my fucking country back, mate. What, which one? Venezuela or England? <laughs> both. <laughs> both, mate. Both, both, both. But it's, it is, uh, as always, a joy and an honour and a pleasure to be here on my favourite podcast. Basically the only one that still books me now. Really? <laughs> yeah. You know, I used to go to Venezuela quite a bit yeah. when I was younger. Like in Barbados, we used to go either Venezuela or Puerto Rico for shopping. Mm. Venezuela used to be like so cheap. Yeah, I guess it's, it's even cheaper, cheaper now. now. <laughs> yeah, it's even cheaper now, wow. my friend. So Barbados is above Venezuela in country rankings, like money-wise. Yeah, yeah, but Barbados wow. uh, currency used to be tied to the U.S. dollar. Probably still is. So two Barbados dollars used to get you one U.S. dollar. So we used to be quite stable. I don't know if that's still the case. Somebody from Barbados can correct me. Well, we are we are the number one podcast in Barbados at certain points in the year. Did are you, we really? Yeah. yeah. Did you know that, Francis? Yeah. No, I didn't, man. We yeah. hear you're the Bayesian sensation. So how many people in Barbados listen to podcasts? Just his mum. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's the only podcast that is available in Barbados. But it's enough to make us number one yeah. in Barbados for yeah. our loyal listeners there. Hello, Barbados. Yeah, bigger man like Jason Pyle. Big up. He listens and sends me voice messages. So big up, Jason. Yeah, big Thanks up. Thanks for listening. Can I big him up as well? Yeah, big him up as well. Big up, Jason. I want to come to Barbados one time and say hello. Yeah. There you go. Big up, Jason, right now, Francis. Yeah, big up, Jason. Yeah. Don't know who you are, Jason, but thank you. And why, are you <laughs> why are you listening to a podcast if you're in Barbados, mate? Why are you not on the beach? Because he fucking listened to it on the beach. Listen. No, oh, that's a good point. There's exactly. nothing I like better than Jason from Barbados. He's almost <laughs> as good as your mate Barry from India or whatever his name was. What was his name? Who's Brian. Barry? Brian. 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 <laughs> Massive shout out to Brian. But um, when last you've been Venezuela? 2005. Yeah. That was the last time I was. Well, there, we man. used to be in a hotel, right? And they would would have all these street vendors with the carpets out. Yeah. yeah in yeah. Caracas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would have all these little things and stuff. Yeah. Go and buy that shit. Yeah, you'd go I don't and know buy what shit. It was, but yeah, and then you'd go trinkets. You little trinkets, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What were the ladies like there, man? Yeah, yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, the women were... <laughs> that's what happens whenever anyone talks about Venezuela. Oh, they're like, yeah. oh, the beach, and then it just comes down to the lady. Yeah, the women are hot. Same same thing as Puerto Rico. The women are Latino women. Are, yeah, yeah, yeah they are, yeah. man. No, yeah. I've, I've done a scientific study on this. Venezuelan and Colombian women are the hottest of all the nah. women. Nah, uh, you know what? I, I, I went to Colombia and I wasn't... Because uh, everyone bangs on about it, going, yeah, Colombian women are the hottest and all that. And I got there and I was like, I don't think... 
I don't think this is right. You probably think... went to the wrong area. I went all over, on, but like I just, I just, I just, I just think I think it's, it's a lot more hype than than. I've just got this image of you like a perv with a clipboard, just going around <laughs> like rating. Yeah, you know I mean, like, yeah, hundred percent. My my missus at the time was livid, but like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm I've actually got a Venezuelan passport. You've what? got what? Yeah, the hell. How's that? So like, it's not real, man. <laughs> and what's the point? Why, man? That shit is only good if you want a prostate examination at the airport. Yeah, like so. Um, my dad, uh, Lebanese, but sort of went over and yeah. to to Venezuela. So he had a Venezuelan passport. My parents has got me one of everything. It's expired now. My dad actually used to use his, but mm. because they don't have paper in Venezuela anymore, no, we don't have anything. They can't, they can't. They can't renew his passport, <laughs> so it's fucked. Shit. Here's the thing, Mooch. This is a connection between. Between you and me. Yeah, because you're a Leb as well, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, my granddad was Lebanese. Yeah, so yeah. Vasilis Saoud was his name. Yeah. There we go. We've, we've got paper in Barbados, lots of paper. <laughs> <laughs> Which is lucky for Nico because he uses it to put on a toilet seat. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, big up. What's the name? Who sent you the. Uh, em was it Emma? Oh, Molly. Molly. Sent you some random thing. Oh, yes. Shout out Molly for the seat covers. I should have brought them in. She sent me some. Um, yeah, bring them in for the Disposable. Seat toilet seat cover so mm. yeah thanks for that molly um how did she find your address <laughs> she sent them to um top secret oh uh, what a legend uh, yeah. uh, although we do film this at voxel but never mind it <laughs> it's fine. please don't send toilet accessories here <laughs> <laughs> but no it's it's uh it's it's been a it's been an interesting time it's been an interesting time for you boys it's been an interesting time didn't didn't you get a strike or something well or get content <laughs> taken down yeah. Oh yeah, we that's every week with us. Though. <laughs> <laughs> every week our videos just say demonetized or semi-monetized <laughs> yeah. or copyright strike. The, but we got the worst copyright strike because they showed a clip of a water-powered car. Yeah, and then hmm. we, like so we lost all monetization on that because, because we, we're spreading the truth about um, electricity and fuel and water. <laughs> Because they don't want Did the you secret. Just burp? Yeah, it stinks, man. <laughs> 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 yeah, that did they eat earlier. Oh, you Mate, ate some chicken. Oh yes, spicy aroma. Very spot on. I had the curry chicken. I could it's absolutely disgusting. It's, it's beautiful. Forget about our copyright strike. So since <laughs> since you've been since you've been gone, so we last saw you in November when you were sporting a very uh, fetching fetching moustache. Mm. Yeah, uh, for November. Uh, yeah. I was, I was. And, it, and it actually fit your Nazi persona. <laughs> yeah, it did very well. Um, so actually, just so let's little conclusion. Since you were, since you came on, yeah. you were your your most popular guest, right? Yeah. Which isn't saying much, but <laughs> is that true though? Yeah. Is, is either Trudeau. him or Alistair? <laughs> no, it, it is Francis. We've had Francis and Alistair, but you've been like people are they they love you fucking your fans love you. Oh no, Alistair's a great. I mean, Alistair was better than you technically. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get it twisted. Much funnier. Giving, uh, telling us all their real conspiracy theories. Like, you, you will get AIDS if you take this vaccine. Like, he's... <laughs> Like the, things that are backed up by science. Yeah, telling us to worship Jesus. So we like, <laughs> like Alistair, big shout out. You're always cordially welcome. Someone even put... So, so uh, big story. Me, Leo, and Alistair did his gig in... Um, what's it called? Rygate. Rygate, yeah. So Leo opened. Boom, boom, great stuff. I, I middled. Boom, boom, great stuff. Smashed it. They're shouting my name as, as I left the stage. I crowd surf out of there. <laughs> I got like women throwing their bras at me and stuff. Mm. Uh, so we go home. Well, uh, where did Alistair go? He headlined. 
So Alistair's hosting. Al- oh. Alistair's MC. We go home and then we get this message in, in, in the morning. Ian Stone was closing and we get this message. Uh, this lady wrote in, um, Beijing comedian, uh, Comedy Leo, thank you so much for being funny without ha- having to resort to such an emotive topic. My husband is dead and blah, blah, blah. Ian Stone resorted to this and that and da, da, da. Apparently, he goes on stage and does a, a, a vaccine joke and says that anybody who doesn't take the vaccine uh, is an idiot, you know, <laughs> or they're fucking stupid. And her husband had died of the vaccine. Oh, wow. So then she and her the friends of hers... Of age. <laughs> <laughs> she and the friends of hers uh, who knew about it left and walked out. So what, so what you're saying is that, upset. that we're more PC than Ian Stone? Yeah, yeah. Ian is on... Uh, well, he's on GB News now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you look a bit like Ian Stone. Yeah, man. That's what everybody says that. And once it, someone pointed it out, when yeah. both him and I were at Top Secret, and he looked fucking furious. <laughs> <laughs> really? You should be furious. <laughs> he looked furious. I'm not white. Yeah. Fuck's sake. Anyway. Yeah. So, so, yeah, that's, that's the thing. You can get in trouble wherever. Like I say, I'm I I haven't had a vax. I get his stat. He <laughs> says, who hasn't <laughs> had the vax is it? He gets heckled. Wait, she her husband died because he didn't have the vax, or he no, died he from the vax. He from the vax. Oh, and she said he did. Oh, because yeah, this yeah. is already demonetized. This this podcast. Yeah, of course, man. <laughs> man. No, no, this is. Now, if you, I went on her Instagram and she's been campaign campaigning against it. Uh, all her Instagram is yeah. So she's yeah. And she liked you, so she was on board with you. <laughs> like she t- oh, yeah, me and Lee. Yeah, 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 yeah. smash that. She yeah. loved your opening life. Covid's a myth, man. <laughs> <laughs> that is the worst Beijing accent I ever heard. <laughs> like a talking? Welsh Indian. <laughs> Covid's a myth, man. <laughs> so with the Rygate Comedy Show, was that... Because uh, that's that's Alistair's show. Big at Rygate Comedy Club. It's great. Alistair put on a great night. Fantastic. The crowd it was buzzing. insane. The pictures looked ram-jammed. It was great, yeah. He, he did a great job. So Big at Alistair, his first comedy night. It's a shame that it ended like that. But nah, it was a fantastic show. The crowd was bubbling. Great people. It was, yeah. It was a success up, up until All that right, moment, let's stop I sucking guess. Alice's dick from <laughs> <but yeah. laughs> and, and And you got to give him respect because he's paying the comics properly. I respect that. Yeah, I proper respect. money for, yeah. yeah good, good, good. good for him. Now, Alistair's great, but but since you were on, <laughs> just to clarify, you are our most popular. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how good your comedy club is. Um, and let's have a catch up with what's been happening to you. Francis look- don't pay the comedians. No, I don't. Man. Pay it, them in Venezuela exposure. money. What was Venezuela <laughs> money? What, 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 I pay them in Venezuelan what, crypto, in, man. In, in pesos? No, what, gringo what? coin. Gringo. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you got a coin, Minge coin. Yeah, yeah I've got. How Minge is it coin. doing? What's Minge coin? Minge he's got, coin he's got is his my own crypto. crypto. You've got your own crypto. Yeah, yeah if you go coin. on my Twitter, you go up. I've designed my uh, with one of the trigonometry fans. Big up Colby Hamilton. We've designed our own crypto. It's a real crypto. It's called Minge coin. Is wow. it? Is it based off uh, Ethereum? Uh, I don't fucking know. Man. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Minge coin. If you uh, want to make some money, yeah, do not you... invest in Minge coin. <laughs> Mate, Minge always pays you back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, lost, I've lost a lot of money on Minge. Yeah. <laughs> Minge will always sell. <laughs> Mate, it pays for itself. Yeah. Anyway, so check out Minge Coin. Look, bring it up. How many people bought it so far? How I can know. I buy Minge Coin? Token Minge Coin. There we go. Thank you very minge much. Minge Coin, yeah. 10,000 Minge. <laughs> <laughs> There's only eight 
address holders. Yeah. yeah, that's good though, isn't it? No, no that means Man. eight people hold all of the coins. Yeah, but that in means in existence. Yeah, but that means it's powerful because well, it's only eight people. You that kind means... of want to have quite a big market cap, which I don't think. Although no one wants a big minge. So, so. there you go. <laughs> so anyway, we've set up minge coin and we're going to take it global. Yeah. Well, could Dogecoin did that? But anyway, listen, you got talking about back on track. Yeah, uh, trigonometry where you're from. Mm. That's where most people listening will know you from. You got a ban. Yeah. That was a big, big news. You want to chat about the ban, or yeah. like what's what's been happening on the trigonometry side of things? And we're gonna go into our topics. Right. So we we were talking on our, our sort of our live stream, the Raw show. We were talking about uh, cloth masks, and we were saying that cloth masks do not prevent the spread of COVID. And then we showed a clip of Barry Weiss, former New York Times journalist, being interviewed by I think it was John Stewart on the John Stewart show. And uh, she did this basically pointing out all these facts. And it was brilliant. Barry's excellent. She fucking nailed it. Whatever. YouTube then gave us a strike for misinformation. And we were banned from uploading uh, any form of content for a week. We also lost sponsors as a result of this. So, so a couple of sponsors pulled out. Who? Uh, mental health app. I can't remember. I did actually. Mindler? No. No, I can't. Mindler? Better help. Now there's something called Mindler. I see it on the tube now. I can't remember what it who. It anyway, was. we shouldn't be advertising. Fuck yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But, but but what I want you to know, advertisers, is that Francis really takes endorses the product so much so that he can remember them a few weeks later. <laughs> but also, also we will we will take that sponsorship if you want to. We will. No, take we that don't money. believe in mental health. We believe in ambrosia. Though. <laughs> so you lost some. You lost some sponsors. So we lost sponsors. Whatever. And then like, and then we contacted. We sent emails and. They were like, they didn't get back to us because YouTube don't give a fuck, right? And then Jordan Peterson, who we've had on the show twice, came out and said, YouTube, what the bloody hell are you doing? <laughs> and tweeted them that. And then they, they... And then they went, we'll investigate it. They investigated it. They said like, oh, it was, you know, they made a mistake. They apologized and reinstated our channel. And in the time they took to do that, I imagine you lost all your money. Like all your earnings, you could have potentially yeah yeah earned. yeah yeah, yeah. We, and we, they didn't they didn't re no re no 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 they didn't they didn't give a fuck. How many sponsors you lost in total? Uh, we lost uh, that we lost one sponsor, but that was like you know it's difficult to get a sponsor and to keep sponsors and whatever else. So just one. We just lost one, just but lost we also one. lost all the revenue for five days or whatever it is, and also as well, you've got to think that when you get a strike, it's more likely that you get shadow banned. And if you get shadow banned by YouTube, then you really are fucked. Because it means that your content is being hidden. And once your content is being hidden, you're not getting views, you're not getting engagement. The quality of the guests goes down. Like, we're shadow banned by Instagram. Instagram told us that they had shadow banned us. And as a result, we've got like 10,000 followers on Instagram, but we get like 200 views. And being shadow banned uh, online is kind of like what's happening... Let's let's do a Sieg, Sieg. segue. Sieg uh, is like being how but the mainstream media is shadow banning the Canadian truckers' plight and everything that's going on. Like, because I was chatting to a friend in uh, Egypt, and he's like, and I was posting on my Instagram. He's like, what's what's happening in Canada? Like, no one knows. Like, and then uh, Tyrone, my, you know Tyrone. Yeah. He was like, why are you going on about Canada all the time? No one knows what's happening over no, there. No, no one knows what's happening. They don't talk about it, or if they do talk about it, what they say is that the truckers are white supremacists, Nazis. Trudeau himself has said this in, in Parliament. He basically, there was a conservative, uh, uh, 
lady stood up for the Conservative uh, Party to do a speech during a session in the Canadian Parliament. A Jewish lady, by the way, and this is important. So she came, she did her speech and basically said that what Trudeau was doing was uh, completely authoritarian, disproportionate, etc., etc. Then Trudeau said, oh yeah, the truckers stand, uh, the Conservative Party stands with people who wave swastikas. Well, you, you know what's interesting about that? If you want to go Alastair Williams on this, the one swastika that was seen in the whole patrol was outside the, I think it's called the Chotelia Hotel, right? Mm. And it was going into that. That was where it's pictured going yeah. into the hotel. And then a f like, couple days ago, the, the base where the police in Ottawa were based were in the Chotelia Hotel. And the last time that flag was seen was going into that mm. hotel. So was it a literal false flag? I mean, listen, that's the kind of conspiracy theory I believe in. I mean, who brings a Nazi flag to a fucking freedom rally? Le Nico, what do you think? Well, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> Man, this is why we come to three speech podcasts, right? It's this kind of cutting analysis, <laughs> incisive commentary that no, keeps the fans going. This no, is what I, that I, bloke I, who in Barbados tunes in for. No, I had something to say, right? But he took long and then... He threw me with a question, but I had something to I say. Didn't first, take that don't long. smoke weed, kids. <laughs> don't smoke no, weed. I, wa I wanted to big up first of all Jordan Peterson. That's one thing I wanted to do f for getting the guys reinstated. And I'm a big fan of Jordan Peterson, and I get a lot of stick for it because black men are supposed to listen to Jordan Peterson apparently. Why? Uh, because he's he's you know he's he's just like you. There's, there's, he's, far, <laughs> he's, he's far right, blah blah blah, uh, supremacist type stuff. So um, I, I love Jordan Peterson, and he helped sort my life out. So um, really, we got to get. <laughs> we got to get. <laughs> You're falling asleep, lad. I tidied my room. I tidied my room. I thought you saw your life out more than Jordan Peterson. I clean my room and all sorts of shit now. But now, nah, big at Jordan Peterson. And what was I going to say about the trucking stuff? The Here's the thing with the trucking stuff is that anytime you oppose a liberal ideology or anything like that, or you oppose left-wing stuff, the first thing they go for is, boom, he's a racist. They're doing it with the truckers. Oh, they're Nazis. Oh, they're, that's what they do. There are black truckers. Yeah, black loads people, of black people in yeah, there. supporting this um, protest and stuff. So it's not just yeah, a small minority of them might be uh, have links to whatever, but that's not what the protest is initially about. It was about opposing the mandates and the forced vaccination of people. So yeah, a lot of people with different views are going to be like, hey, we're against this. But it just it's just like what they did with um. Joe the, Rogan. Nah, but with any movement, they look mm, for the yeah. bad apples. And yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. that's why Rosa Parks, she was not the first person to oppose the sitting in the back thing, but she was the cleanest. Because mm. there were other people who opposed the sitting in the back of the bus thing, but they had records and the guys, the civil rights movement, were like, hey, if we use this this person, 
they're gonna look at their history and they have something for blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a small burglary charge. No, no, no. It's fact. They just change the, the narrative yeah, about yeah, the, what yeah, is right. Because if you got one thing, they're gonna pick on that and amplify it and say, yeah. oh, this person is a, a rabble rouser or this person is of no former good. criminal. Yeah, 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 exactly. So they went with Rosa Parks because she had a clean, nice looking record and she's this meek little um, lady who they can push as the mm. face of it. Now, the trackers, that's what they're doing. They're looking for any, oh, this person got ties to blah, blah, blah. This whole movement, and then tarnish the entire movement with that person's flaws. But to say that it's all racist, no. I, I A friend said, oh, these are racist people, blah, blah, blah. I said, look, these are black people supporting the movement. Yeah. And I showed them, yeah, so. Yeah, but they, that. Oh, they're anti-vax. Yeah. 80% of the truckers vaccinated. They're, yeah. they're, they're uh, what do they call them? Internal terrorists, not internal. What do they call them? Domestic. Domestic, Domestic. terrorists with bouncy castles. <laughs> <laughs> They've invoked, um, he's in, Trudeau has invoked emergency powers mm. that you would get in wartime to cancel people's bank accounts, to crack down on this dissent. And, and people are cheering him on. It's like, listen, Trudeau eventually will get voted out and the right-wing person that comes in is going to do what you do because he could easily have done that against Black Lives Matter's protest. Yeah, that, that's what I was saying last week is that imagine if Trump had these powers and were, was doing it to Black Lives Matter and freezing anybody who donated to Black Lives Matter accounts or tracking them down and shit like that. They would be in an uproar. So you don't cheer on something like this that when it's used against you, you you're going to be fucked as well. So... Yeah, but yeah. people don't see it. They're like short-sighted, man. man. They're, of course, they're short-sighted. They just see it as oh, they all they care about are surface-level narratives. So they see this and they're like, oh, these people, they're you know, they're white supremacists, they're whatever else, and blah blah blah. And then they they cheer it on. I just and, burped again. Guys. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that's the real crime. The real domestic terrorist. There's a lot of garlic, <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of garlic in there, boy. Oh, there's a lot of mean? garlic. What did you it's eat, It's the chicken man? curry from the Vietnamese place. Where? What chicken? What, from, what, what Vietnamese place? That next, place needs next, to be shut next, down, man. Next to Top Secret. What, from it was, yesterday? It was from today. I went there today. Why did Why you, did you go to Top Secret today? Because it was... Um, that's where I went and put my bag and stuff. Oh, oh after mate. After class. Anyway, so what were we talking about before though. we got filled we're with noxious flu We were fumes. talking about uh, the truckers and how... Like, and th- there was but, an interesting article you you brought up, uh, Darius, about yeah. Uh, this guy's a soothsayer, man, and and surprisingly, it was in the Huffington Post. Thank fuck! I thought you were going to bring up David Icke, man. Oh uh, no, but in the Huffington Post, <laughs> not yet. 2014. <laughs> Big up David week. Icke. He sorted out my life as well. Very <laughs> <laughs> influential. Yeah, ever since you found out about the lizards, man, you've yeah. just been flying high. Andy helped me with my goalkeeping. He's very good goalie. <laughs> aren't, aren't you a Wimbledon fan? No. Are you a West, West Ham? Ham. Yeah, yeah. No, he did. He did didn't play for Wimbledon, did he, David Icke? I thought he was a Wimbledon goalie. No, I don't think he was. What, the actual David Icke? David yeah. Icke was a goalkeeper, yeah. Before he became... You know, now he's a gatekeeper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> David Icke was a... Prof- I'm gonna, I, actually, I've got, I've got my laptop. Didn't Leo dance for David Icke? Yeah, yeah. he did. <laughs> Me and Leo did a gig for David Icke's son in, in like some weird David Icke TV thing. It was like... I mean, it was so shit. I mean, me and Leo were on it. We were brand new. We were, it was really shit. Um... <laughs> Garifike. Garifike, that's it. So you did a gig with him for him. So we, so we, they, I bet he paid properly as well. No. <laughs> Actually, I can't remember. It was just some awful gig that Leo got. Do you want to do a gig for David Icke's <laughs> son? I went, yeah. Um, David Icke. 
I'm not interested in his conspiracy theories, Wikipedia. Oh, oh actually, Google what said, was his uh, clean sheet record like? Well, you know what's funny when you Google David Ike. The Google first thing says, come up is footballer. It says yeah. former footballer. <laughs> I'm not sure that's what he's most well known for. Hmm. Uh, let's see, football, David Ike. Uh, no effort at school. Da, 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 da. Who did he play for? Oh, Oxford United and Coventry. Oh, uh, he retired due to rheumatoid arthritis in his left knee. And an attack by lizards. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but, but that article's mad. That Daniel, Daniel Dickin um, wrote this article all the way back in 2014. Mm. Why Canada will become a dictatorship under Trudeau, uh, a leader that uh, that does uh, that the party does what he wants when he wants, and no one dares question him. Would a Prime Minister Trudeau arbitrarily whip the, up the vote and outlaw certain moral? questions could prime minister trudeau be trusted to make decisions for the good of a country not just for his personal self-worth would trudeau call the police to enforce his vision let's hope we never have the opportunity to ask those questions well as sure the date it was written 2015 2014 12 of the 12 2014 updated on february 11th updated on february 11th um, that's mental Mm. Have you heard of that guy, David Dickens? But you see, this is what happens, and I've been banging on about this, and everyone thinks I'm a nutter for doing this. Have you noticed they've got rid of cash? I have. Yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah, yeah. man. Like, and every time I talk to people, they're like, yeah, so what's the problem? If you get rid of cash, that's another done, way to a, control people. Number two, they'll just cancel your bank accounts or freeze them. Yeah, yeah, just throws your accounts like that. Yeah, and here's the thing as well, man. Like, just as you see, like, people getting banned off Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, whatever it may be, you're going to get people, you're going to get companies, bank companies, in the next couple of years, mark my words, saying things like, well, well we're not going to platform hatred, uh, but uh, HSBC, we don't platform hatred. Ignore the fact that we platform all these other terrible and, shit heads. And mon launder money, not yeah. cartel money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Launder cartel. Credit Suisse yeah. has just come out. Yeah, and but here we're inclusive and we don't believe in hatred. We want to create a safe space. All this fucking bollocks. But here's the thing as well. The Bitcoin is seen as the solution to this, mm. but it isn't. A that's of... it's Minge coin that is. Bring <laughs> up again, man. Bring up Minge again. That's the power of Minge, Nico. I'm going to buy some Minge coin. <laughs> buy it. There we go, everybody. Invest in Minge. What, what is the exchange that I can buy Minge coin? How on? much is one Minge coin worth? What is the exchange rate? If I put a pound in, how many Minge coin do I get for it's, one pound? Price here says zero. Well, what do you mean it's zero, man? Well, so I give you one pound, I get zero <laughs> Minge coin. That's a good deal for you. <laughs> yeah, it is. How many? Eight people. So that's Francis. Constantine, Anton. No, no, Constantine doesn't want anything to do with it. <laughs> this guy, this wallet has fifty percent of the minge coin. Yeah, that's that's Francis no, or his mum. Yeah, but Auntie, I have minge coin. It's family in Venezuela. Yeah, exactly. Worth even more. Well, it's probably worth more than the Bolivar. Imagine that Constantine, his main man, doesn't even have any minge coin. No, he doesn't, man. It's because you know why? He doesn't have vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he lacks vision. Anyway, what? We talking we about? were talking about uh, so so cash. i was saying that like bitcoin is supposed to everybody's like oh take your money out of the banks mm. get bitcoin and whatnot but what happens they shut down the um if the internet is down or they they're gonna put pressure on like coinbase and gemini mm. to restrict their accounts because these truckers their um crypto accounts got frozen as well so it yeah. wasn't just the bank accounts so well no the, so the exchanges can be targeted but right like but you can just you can move your you will have to get it on a what on a wallet yeah put it on a thing uh -huh, wallet a cold, but a cold it, wallet right and if it's on a cold wallet you have no 
thing power with so, it. So, really. so can no, we just? You, wait, you still need. It, it is. It is still transferable. You can. You can. You can uh, uh, change it without an exchange. It's not. It's not. Okay. Just very just, few people can do peer-to-peer stuff. Yes, but the average it is. Person. But it is, it is possible. It is possible. And but it's also, not. there are exchanges that are in uh, in different sort of. Mooch, uh, before you go any further, just for people who don't know how Bitcoin works, give us a quick one-minute summary about what's a cold wallet. What's an online? Explain it just to someone okay. who doesn't know anything. So They've just heard about Bitcoin it. Bitcoin is a completely decentralized um, uh, blockchain, uh, which can be ch- exchanged but for try money. Try and not sound so boring when you do it. Okay. <laughs> Basically, it's like a digital money that no one can control. No one person can control. And it's the original uh, cryptocurrency that is decentralized. And by that, I mean that um, it, it kind of people have to earn it or people initially had to earn it and uh it's got so many nodes you're not gonna understand that how do i say this and moron so but like, <laughs> how, tell me how i can so you said what's a cold wallet tell me what so a cold, cold wallet. wallet is essentially uh you can have it on your on a on a, on a hard drive so that means that no one can uh, sh- like take those coins away or uh, and you you've you've got that on on something that's that's offline and that's why that guy's currently searching that dump. There's a guy who's 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 um, trying to raise money to find uh, his old computer that has billions of dollars of crypto on it. And Nico's just burped again. Yeah, I can <laughs> smell it halfway <laughs> through. No, no, that's not me. That's but, not me. But, but <laughs> you, well, it's obviously you. If I haven't burped, then he hasn't burped. It's, it's coming that's out of your me. pores. It is this you. Is you stink. Unacceptable, Neil. but yeah what i'm saying is it's not the solution that people think it is because they can put pressure on the exchanges and it's not as boom so they can make it more difficult as liquid they can make it more difficult there's also there's other exchanges that people can use that that aren't gonna like uh crumble to government control because it it just like once that happens that the, the the whole point of the exchange is, is done. We need to get back to like a barter system. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it's true. We need to find people need to come together and realize like have decide on how much like corn is worth or how much. I've just done a podcast can, all on this. So yeah. if you want to if you want to uh, understand what money is, you can listen to my podcast, the Coin Bureau podcast, Cryptocurrency Without the Heist, available wherever you uh, can listen to podcasts. And we talk about where money came from. Don't the ever bot. advertise yeah. your other podcast <laughs> on our podcast. <laughs> I'm just going to just mute these guys there. <laughs> but no, we need a standard of barter that we can all relate to when, or, or, when they shut down the internet and the banks shut down our accounts. We need a system. Like how many... How many guns? How many sheep can I get with two swords? It's, yeah, and yeah. shit like that. You can get as many sheep as you want because you, you have the Tom swords. You live in Tunbridge Wells, mate. Where are you going to get fucking swords from? Whatever it is, I'm just, I just <laughs> use that as a something I pull out. The an sky. analogy. Yeah, an analogy. There's right, an argument so. that fiat currencies, whatever, or, or currencies are basically backed by the army that that country has. Mm. So that's why the dollar is is kind of uh, seen as 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 all powerful because America has the most guns. And missiles and nukes and whatnot. Mm. This is getting boring. Yeah. <laughs> so, but but but. Should we talk about the Victoria's Secrets model? Ah, oh, well, hold on. I have got one thing to say about okay. cash. I went for a meal the and I ate on Saturday and I ate the meal and went to go and pay and then they were like, ah, oh, no, we don't accept cards. And I was like, well, what? I've got no cash on me. And then, well, you've got to go cash point or something. And I was furious, but then 
I realize I'm the host of the three speech podcast. And I was like, yeah, I respect that they don't accept. Um, yeah, yeah, I love that. Where was this place? That was in Oxford. Big up, big up that place. Yeah. Was it, was it, it was, Chinese? It was, it was, it was, it was Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, no Those cash. Fuckers no don't cash. don't like big government, man. Or, or who tax. can blame them? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that you, you? <laughs> yeah mate, it's, like, every Chinese I go to, it like they prefer. I, I went to a kebab shop uh, uh, yesterday and uh, the guy was like, do you have, ta- do you have cash? <laughs> I prefer if you had cash. No, but here's the thing, right? Before you do go that, ahead, there's yeah, a great course. game to play when you go to any Chinese restaurant, and it's this, right? Is this going to be racist? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. That's why you brought me on, right? It's a brand. You no, watch it, a Kung Fu before you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, so you're talking the language. Yeah. No, right? You go up after... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what you do is, after the meal, you go up to one of the waitresses and you say, I really enjoyed that. That's Thank a bit you very sexist. much. Right? Why, or, why not the waiter? Or the waiter, yeah, right? Oh, you go up and go to, and you go to him and you said, I really enjoyed the meal. And you look him in the eye and see how little of a fuck they give, man. <laughs> they just look at you like, why do I give a shit, white boy? Yeah. <laughs> you can move on. <laughs> or burp. Yeah. Is burping, or is that Japanese culture? If I, yeah, Japanese culture, burping is a sign of the, the meal being great. So if Nico... Yeah, that's you'd what be... I'm trying to do here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nico enjoyed that Japanese. Vietnamese film. Yeah. Um, all right, but, then, let's no, go... No, but before you said something, I was going to say something. Well, what were we talking about? <laughs> before, before you that? said something, I was going to say something. <laughs> and what, now you're what, saying something. What were we talking about? We were about? talking about the hot downsy girl. Jordan Peterson's done a wicked job with uh, Nico, I've got to say. He's really... <laughs> <laughs> but before that, what were we saying? Before you went on that, cash is king, Bitcoin, decentralized barter system. So, here's what people don't realize is the cash thing, the COVID thing, the great reset. Remember when uh, they were talking, COVID first came out, they were like, ah, stop stop using money because COVID lives on money. Mm. And that's one of the reasons to. Um, curtail the use of cash in society. They were saying, oh, uh, if you trade cash, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yep. going to be on the COVID. COVID is going to be on the cash, so then you're spreading it. So that is all from WEF, guys. That's all from Klaus Schwab and all that shit. And then you go into that clip where Qual, um, Klaus Schwab or whatever, he's literally s- sat down bragging about Trudeau. He's bragging about the New Zealand woman, he literally says we've infiltrated several governments. He literally says this. And people go on, oh, there's no conspiracy, there's no blah, blah, blah. Who's Schwab? Schwab is the... Brandon Schwab? Uh. (laughs) The head of the WEF. Okay. Did you see that clip? I haven't seen it. He literally said we've infiltrated Canada, um, one South American place, and whatever. Do you know know our New Zealand fans call Jacinda Stalinda? And it still makes me laugh. Why? Oh, it's Stalin. Yeah, Stalinda. (laughs) I don't read about this because I don't want to fucking know. But you should. Oh, I read about it. I just burped again. Oh, (laughs) thank you. You know know what's really going to kill everything, yeah? (laughs) Yeah, It's not Nico's Nico's burp. It's not about what it is, is I use my my phone to pay for everything now, right? Mm. Only because. And this is what's the same with everything across the board. It's just more convenient and easy than taking mm. a, a separate wallet with cash in it and a separate iPhone or iPod 
And so everyone's just like, man, and that's why everyone's blindly going along with all these. Yeah, we like uh, convenience. Yeah, yeah that's just because we're lazy, man. Let's just call yeah. it what it is. Is people are fucking lazy, and I include that in it. Did you hear about this story in Sweden during the height of pandemic, where people were volunteering to have microchips put in themselves? So then, when it comes to paying for things, they only have to literally tap their finger. Oh, don't start Nico on that. <laughs> I've got the clip of uh, <laughs> Brendan Schaub. Yeah, let's oh, see. Go on, go on in. Oh, Klaus Schraub. Yeah, yeah, that's Klaus Schraub. Is this... Wait, wait, before you play it, are we going to get copyright strike? Yeah, things? yeah, probably. Okay. okay. Well, whatever, we're But there are two countries in the world now in which the young global media leaders have emerged. Tell us just a bit about that in, in terms of the governance. Yes, um... These guys look very trustworthy. Mm. You know? <laughs> <laughs> as far as, like, they look exactly... The, they look like um, Smithers from um, Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like they, the Mitchell brothers yeah. grown up got skinny. <gasps> Actually, it's this um, notion to integrate young leaders uh, <coughs> is part of the COVID. economy <laughs> since many years. And I have to say, um, when I mention our names, like Mrs. Merkel, um, even uh, Vladimir Putin and so on, they all have been young global leaders of the World Economic Forum. But... Um, what we are very proud of now is a young generation like uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, um, President of, Brazil, of uh, Argentina and so on, that we penetrate the cabinets. So yesterday I was... The German accent doesn't help. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. But that's how you know you're a shit country, uh, Prime Minister He's Trudeau. He's and- Trudeau. Yeah, but, you, yeah. but he was like, he couldn't even remember who the president of yeah, Argentina yeah. was. <laughs> <laughs> that, that guy. That Argy, bro. Argy, Yeah, that Argentinian guy. Fuck him, brother. And I love it. He said, we penetrated. Penetrated. Yeah. We penetrated. Penetrated the cabinets. We you know, penetrated Merck. The, the men just fucking open with it now. And people yeah. are still like, oh, there's nothing going on. But, but okay, wait a minute. I'm going to segue into this. I'm going to seek into this. Third World Cup, we said our president of Argentina couldn't remember the name. You're from Venezuela. Yeah. And Victoria's Secret's latest model, who's very hot, is afflicted with Down syndrome, but is the best Down syndrome woman you've ever seen. She is also from Venezuela. There she is. There you go. There you Look go. Look at those Caracas. <laughs> hey! Hey-o. Put that in your set. <laughs> is she from Venezuela for real? Yeah, she's from Venezuela. Yeah. Okay. So, Fradru. Uh, well, I think that's Sophia Giroux. Sorry, yeah. how do you pronounce that? Sophia Giroux or something? Giroux. That's Go a French name. Bring up Sophia the and then Giroux. Haro, Haro, Haro. I don't know. She's definitely from Venezuela. But you know what? I was chatting to someone yesterday. Said so the the only people now that it's okay to discriminate. You can't is ugly people, and and old people. No one gives a fuck about. Yeah, old. ugly people and old people and ginger people. And people still make fun. Yeah, yeah but they're they're ugly they're not, Yeah, they're ugly people. Yeah, they come under the ugly umbrella. But people don't give a shit. Like, even that, that's why she's, we're pushing into the diversity, she's the Down syndrome. Yeah, but she's like the fittest Down syndrome you could ever find. Like, mm. where's an ugly, just, they don't give us generic ugly people. Like, I feel sorry for, like, where's your representation? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, exactly. Where is it? <laughs> Where are my fucking people? No, but that's always the way, man. Like, no one has ever given a fuck about ugly people. It's real bad. It's, that, but no one does, man. And not, here's the thing. like you, We talk about this equal opportunities, whatever else. Jeez. Everybody discriminates when it comes to their own, how can I put it, sexual proclivities. What do you mean? No, no one is equal opportunities. How do you say, say what, say what you, you mean? mean? You got a type. Yeah, you got a type. Oh, yeah. Everybody has a yeah. time, man. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like nobody is ever there. Like, you know, you, you've never thought to yourself, do you know what, right? We don't have enough Asian men in the Nico bedroom, do you? No, but that's a different thing. That's uh, you're changing my sexuality. But you're, you, if you want to make that point, you got to say like, oh, Nico. No, no, no. You can make that point with the whole trans argument. Because that's what they're trying to do now. Yeah. They're saying that, what was that thing we posted? I don't that, know. I'm so confused about yeah. what's happening. <laughs> no, 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 no. I know no, you're trying to say, you're no, trying no, to say that if you, if you, if you don't if you discriminate like a trans woman, woman yeah. then they're you're... They're saying now you're transphobic. Yeah. yeah. That's what they're saying now. And yeah, it's like, nah, it's not my thing. So why why do I have to like everything? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, they don't allow you to have, as you say, you know, your options. But here's my thing. The only thing I discriminate on is looks. If mm. you're hot and I find you attractive, then we're good to go. And that could be anyone. So I don't even... Do, so you get very hot transsexual ladies and I'll be like, yeah, but they've got to be hot. But I don't like ugly transsexual ladies and just like I don't like ugly ladies or ugly men. But that's very, very noble of you. Thank yeah, you. it is. <laughs> <laughs> are you saying that you are now a member of the LGBTQI plus community? Does that mean I'm pansexual? Yeah. I, 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 I only, my, the only thing I discriminate on my sexual proclivity on is, are, do I find them hot? I don't care. You could be whatever. If I find you hot, attractive, that's it. In general, the people I find hot are big tits, cute faces and nice asses. But I mean... I got a big Burt coming. Oh, for fuck! <laughs> but why were we showing? Why were we showing that Sofia Harrell or whatever? Her because name? I, we're it, talking about Venezuela. Yeah, is she Venezuelan? Yeah, she's, she's Venezuelan, a, man. Listen, uh, even our segue. Down syndrome ladies are hotter than anybody <laughs> else. <laughs> Not I'll Colombian. Tell you, I tell you where has hot ladies? Hungary, Budapest. Yep. Budapest has some of the finest women I've ever seen in my life. There's a there's an argument for life. this. So like all of those sort of Baltic states and stuff like that. When um, I tell you, he's got really ugly women who you wouldn't suspect. Let, Portugal. Let, let, That's let, just the saying. I'm leaving it out there. Portugal. So after let. after the World War Two, there was such a shortage of men back in the time uh, when when they kind of when war was over that they literally had the pick of all the women. So they obviously would choose the hottest women, and that's why they have such stunning women over in 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 those Eastern European countries. That and no food, we've established what? They, the, that the men have more so women. So many, so many, like so in Russia and places like that, where just casualties were huge. Mm -hmm. There was like, there's no men left. So like, you know, any men that came back, there'd be a village full of like women, and they, they would be able pretty. to choose the hottest women. But there. here's the thing as well, though, it's like the women were hot. And all the men, they look grumpy and like they, the the women are way hotter than the dudes. In Hungary? And yeah, in those Eastern European places. Like the men look like... That's because it was average men. Like like all sorts of men survived. but like, look like plumbers, yeah. They, they just put up the, the hottest uh, Eastern European women. Like in Budapest, like the bus drivers... The were women and they were smoking hot. <laughs> the, the the people serving the KFC were like these smoking hot women, and we were like, "What the?" F but the it's thing is, crazy. You, you you you're saying this coming from from the UK, right? So it's like, nah, they, you, they, they, they were stunning, man. No, they are stunning, but your 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 views are somewhat biased because you've been in the UK for so long. <laughs> it's like being on a, a diet of crackers and saltines. So suddenly. <laughs>
Sorry. What's that? I was just, I was just bringing up the like as soon as we're on uh, women, we're talking about that hat trick of on goals. So I thought we could see. Oh, into oh that. Right. <laughs> Have you? Well, but yeah, um, she could play for West Ham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the women out there are hot, man. I don't know. It's crazy. Like, Hungarians are the rudest people I ever met in my life. Yeah, no, man. I was in I was in Budapest. I went up to some guys like, uh, "Could you tell me where the way?" I said, "Excuse me, could you tell me where so and so is?" He went, "Just looked up, like, no, go away." <laughs> you can't just. That was a tourist information as well. So how are you gonna? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a police officer. As well. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the, the, the police officers don't care. They, yeah. they 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 take bribes and shit in Hungary. Definitely, I think mm-hmm. police officers everywhere take bribes. Yeah, I think honest. I think some are just everywhere. more blatant about. It. Not in England, they don't. What? <laughs> what you can't? What, what are really? these English police that are doing all that crazy shit? Yeah, I'm sure the Met are all yeah. perfectly. But legit. I mean, like, t- like small time bribes. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be, like, be harder to yeah. It'd be have to be more organized over here, but yeah, most policemen, man. I think, I think, I think you're also deluded. Who like, me? About yeah. what? I think like. So I mean, I am deluded, but about what? About <laughs> about p- policemen not taking bribes. This is the thing. Keep uh, saying policemen are just regular they're human people. Beings. They're just they're, regular everyone is corruptible. Wait, wait, but you. They're just regular dudes who wanted a job. Policemen have no um, inherent moral superiority. Oh no, they but don't. I'm saying police in the UK is harder to like. So when I was in um, Costa Rica, they did like a club raid, and we had like cocaine on us. So it turned out it was just like some fucking. But baking soda and the police all stopped us like with everyone in the club and then they were like oh we're taking you to prison that's it you you fucked and then my friend was like oh my god please take take 100 pesos and please okay let's go and that was worth like 20p if you tried to do the same in england if they stop you with cocaine they wouldn't take the the bribe you don't know that depends on who. yeah i think it it, it, i think it depends on the circumstances i I think it'd probably be harder to but i also think you're probably just set up by someone in costa rica oh yeah we definitely were set up (laughs) so like there was part of that's basically the economy there it's like oh we buy the cocaine from this guy and then it's not cocaine and then 20 minutes later oh there's a raid yeah that's Uh, exactly what happened yeah (laughs) so We, we had a man that used to come in our pub the first job i ever had over here um it was in this pub in um in Dulwich, East Dulwich. And there was a policeman that used to come in sometime, right? And he had a crooked finger, right? Mm. And he and he said, You see this here, my boy, this time me trigger finger, right? <laughs> Meaning that he just keep busting gun all his life, right? So then he was telling me But this is, is in he, England, he's probably he like in England. He's a Jamaican guy. Oh, okay. A Jamaican guy. A Jamaican policeman they, from they, England. They brought him over here to do some training. Mm. Ah. You know, like sometimes police forces send people to get yeah, more yeah. training mm. in these big countries and take the Did he have a gun? Take the expertise <laughs> back home. But he's like, This I'm a trigger finger, you know what I mean? And his finger crooked, right? He was like, <laughs> It's a arthritis, you know. Right? <laughs> so, so arthritis, man, you know. So the man said, he said, one day me get on the bus and this youth them, in my, uh, what? Me just brush past and me a step on him shoe, right? And him step to me, right? And he said, then he run, running off the bus, he couldn't find him. So then he says he go back and later on in the day, he gets a call. There's a a, a burglary type mm. thing, and he goes on the scene. And he says, he says to his partner, you see this here, this are the youth that, you know, 
that stood up to him on the bus. And then he, and then I go to him, so, so then what happened? He goes, me send him to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lovely story about murder. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just like that. I was like, pardon? I thought he gonna like, me bringing him for questioning. <laughs> he was like, me, I send him to heaven. <laughs> Whenever Nico tells us some sort of Bajan story, it's the most cruel, yeah. horrible story. And he finds it, and he just cracking up like, oh, and we brought the cat down the street. Then I send him to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Nico's there falling over. That is the funniest shit I've ever heard in my life. No, but I couldn't believe it. I thought he was gonna say something about oh, yeah, uh, we, we roughed him up a bit or something yeah. like that. No, no, no. I put I, one I through his face. I use new skills that I got in in, in the UK, <laughs> and I, you know, appeal to his human rights. Blah blah. And I was like, nah, we send him to heaven. I was like, what? He dead? He's like, yes, I'm dead. Yes, I'm dead. <laughs> like, what? We, we were at Top Secret the other day and then um, Dave McSavage was on who's a brilliant comedian and he come down and he was like oh man I, I'm, I'm feeling a bit weird he died at a gig right mm. then he was telling me about the gig then Nico pops up and he, and then he said he said I've never seen Nico laugh so much as I was dying on stage. It's the happiest I ever saw Nico. Nico's just, why do you so, revel in people's... <laughs> so what happened, right? He goes on stage. And this is a brilliant thing about Top Secret. Top Secret, you know where we, the acts sit down, we have yeah. that curtain. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so you got the curtain there and people walk by yeah. after you finish your set and you can hear them talking about you. No. <laughs> <laughs> so David, <laughs> sat behind her and one guy goes mate that was fucking awful mate <laughs> and then the other guy his friend goes mate that was beyond shit <laughs> and the whole day McSavage is what does beyond shit mean <laughs> he's like he didn't even say it was shit he said it was beyond shit and that's all he fucking talking about it was hilarious new vegan manufactured shit oh, yeah. beyond meat beyond shit <laughs> um, man that is funny mate when but I yeah that, that, that sat behind the curtain thing is hilarious because I've seen a person sat behind the curtain and they were po- people were pointing at their picture saying, this person is dog shit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and the person is sat right there, but they can't see. It's, it's funny, man. you got to confront fun. that. It's you just got to like just be like, which what? Who? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Who's, who's shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it me? Man, I used to MC like a, a new act, new material night uh, at Angel Comedy, which is obviously a great club. But there's some of the people that we put on, like the new acts, it was brilliant, man. I remember once we put on this dude. He was this muscle-bound psychopath. He looked like all he did was just work out and inject steroids, and that's it. And he went on You're stage. About me. <laughs> <laughs> and he went on stage and did five minutes of pedophile jokes, <laughs> in which the punchline was, "And then I fucked the kid." <laughs> and that then sounds he, good. <laughs> yeah, and then he kept doubling down. And the funniest thing was seeing the audience reaction to it. And every time it just got worse and worse, and he kept driving it into the ground. The Not funniest... Jimmy Bird, was it? <laughs> <laughs> it was the funniest thing what ever, man. To Jimmy? Jimmy, Jimmy's he's now, gigging. he's gigging, he's, uh, no, he's not gigging, he's uh, he's now a, a kid's author. He's published two books, I think. Has he? Yeah. What? Can and I have he... his material? Yeah, you can do. I'm going to call him, he's got Get some good jokes. Get the fuck up my tree house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he's on the part, he was on the point last time I spoke to him a couple of months ago, selling it to Netflix, one of them. Holy what? shit. What? 
Yeah. Jimmy Bird's um, one of the Jimmy funniest Bird. guy. He was yeah. really yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Get the fuck. Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy, get the fuck <laughs> out of my treehouse. Yeah, he's funny, man. <laughs> Jimmy had that joke. Uh, he said he, he, he was a kid doing an exam, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he sees uh, the kid sitting next to him, put a pencil in his nose, and head butts the table. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, fuck me, what question is he on? <laughs> <laughs> that was a brilliant joke. Oh shit! Yeah, he was funny, man. Man, Dude. there's so many people who start out in comedy who are legitimately <laughs> fucking brilliant. And then for one reason or another, they just don't. They don't keep going. The man said he uh, he's in the club and he sees this bird. Her name was Big, Big Linda. Linda. Big Linda. She had a tattoo on her neck that said Big Linda. <laughs> <laughs> but then he, then he said, then he said, it, she she was coming. He said, I had a cut. you could see the water trembling. The <laughs> 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 then he said, he went home and she laid down on his arm. He felt like he was in that movie, 127 <laughs> hours. <Yeah. laughs> hey. He's funny, man. Jimmy, Jimmy Bird's wicked. Um, and Nico's obviously remembered his entire <laughs> catalogue. <of me. laughs> that's the only thing it's that funny. makes Nico laugh, that's, No, man. but that's the thing. Like, that's one of them sets. He had one of them sets no matter how many times you've seen it. Yeah. yeah. It's still funny. He yeah, was always still funny. funny. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about fandom, I'll tell you who... So we're a fan of Jimmy Bird's. I'm a seeg into this. What about the uh, new Lord of the Rings that's coming out. It's cost $1 billion. Amazon have produced it. And the Lord of the Rings fandom are in uproar because of... Uh, we, got the, uh, we, got the, we got the screenshot. Jeff, Jeff Bezos says, new Lord of the Rings show is angering fans because it has <laughs> black dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, uh, do you guys know this story? Have you heard no, it? Do you want I'm me to explain it. what's happened? Yeah, go on. So, Lord of the Rings, as you know, Written by Tolkien uh, in whenever he was like in the early 20th century, mm. brought up in England. So the whole Lord of the Rings fandom, the Hobbit and all of that, they're actually based on like the, the Hobbits are from a little small town in, in their world and they're meant to be like English people. Mm. And it's all on that. It's in this whole wide world. But now Amazon have bought the rights to these next stories. So they're following on from Peter Jackson's hugely successful 2000s movie, which was pretty kind of stuck to the script and fans are really happy about it anyway amazon have done it now and uh, they basically changed all the characters and forced diversity into it so the fans are in uproar and there's a famous quote by by tolkien which actually applies and it says something like the quote goes something like evil cannot create it can only destroy and on the trailer for the new this Lord of the Rings things. They've just put this um, this quote like verbatim, just like millions of these quotes, and it's got like down like Roshi of like two hundred thousand. But people are saying, ah, oh, they're being racist because so what if it's got a black dwarf? Uh, where's my representation? And then Amazon did a that Amazon did this funniest thing where they did had a video of super fans um, who were talking about how excited they are for the new mm. for the new uh, this new series and they watched the trailer. These were the the, the Amazon super fans, right? And it's like every flavor of you know of like how can I look woke? So you know mm. you've got got everyone in that. I'm a super fan, and then they're saying, "What well, really?" None of them talk about it in the video. Maybe you can see if you can find it. But what was funny is they're saying, "I'm a super fan," but I'm so happy now. It's got a diverse cast, right? And the mm. diverse people, fine, fair enough. But it's like, wait a minute. How are you a super fan if if they didn't have your representation 
from when you were a super fan from 2000, but now now suddenly you're you were a super fan, but you need representation. But it was all right when you didn't have representation. Anyway, they're going mad. I think I've messed that up. No, but, <laughs> like, there's some here. Like so, there's Vanity Fair in a bold move. The, the Rings of Power con- uh, condenses Tolkien Middle Earth timeline and adds entirely new characters. Uh, Sophia Norvem's dwarf princess Disney, uh, blah blah blah. So, where is her beard? All dwarves can conically have beards, even the females. Oh, wait, they don't care about the law, just race swapping the grifter for, for grifter points. The this is not Lord of the Rings, nor is it even close to faithful to Tolkien. Uh, I will not watch this, but, but but the thing why this is a controversy, right? Is obviously, they're saying, Oh, all the Lord of the Ring fans are fucking racist, right? But it's not, it's not the they're case. They're truckers, they're truck, they're all truckers, right? <laughs> they're white supremacists, they're right, Anti-vaxxers. yeah, they're. <laughs> right yeah but that actually is all, all of them but it's not the case because what they've done instead of taking an established character like and saying oh we're gonna make that a black guy we're gonna make that a gay guy they had the whole of the lord of the rings world right so in let's take game of thrones right in game of thrones you got winterfell and they're all white people and they're from the north but then you've got the darth raki who are from the hot countries i've forgotten what it's called in the story and they're they're like more suave they're like me and then you've got different ri- they had the whole of the Lord of the Rings throat. So instead of just going, oh, you know what? We've got this whole Lord of the Rings world. We can just say these people come from here and and create these new characters. And the fans would be like, yeah, cool. The new characters, wicked, welcome. They've gone, oh, wait a minute. Just to piss off these nerds, we're, we're gonna we're gonna take these ones that everyone knows. This is how they are. This is their characteristic. I'm gonna completely change them. So they're all going fucking mad. How do you feel about that, Nico? Think they're racist or what? I I am not. The, there's only one Lord of the Rings that I had really liked. Michael Flatley. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love it if this was a segue into how your love of Irish started. Yeah. <laughs> no, what it was like the Lord of the Rings that I had liked was the one when Legolas gets on the horse from in front. Which one is that? So you're a big fan, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I've never even seen Lord of the Rings. I never even. I never even. I, hate no, it. I thought it was all shit, you're man. You're a big fan, aren't you, man? <laughs> no, no, no. You know, his horse comes from behind him. And he grabs the we ring. We talked about and that video last time. over. Mate, I think you've been watching something else. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, <laughs> that's sick, man. There's a bit where I, one of the uh, fans will know what I'm talking about. One of the, the three speech fans. But anyhow, I got no problem with what Darius said. If, if you're bringing in a new group of people. Hmm. But also, if it's fantasy, I don't really care with um, fucking up fantasy characters that much. It's fantasy. But, you get what I'm saying? Like, if it's... So what if the person is black or these mm. dwarves are black mm-hmm. or these fairies are black? I got no problem with that. I have. A, I would have more have a problem and understand the issue with James Bond being black. Mm. I would understand that a bit more because he's this iconic British um, mm. spy and he has to go to Russia and do undercover movements and shit. <laughs> just, can't the have just some random black dude turning up in <laughs> Russia. <laughs> so I can understand that. But... If it's fantasy and these are so, what if a fairy or a dwarf has black skin? I got I got no issue with that, man. <laughs> but yeah, I I more understand the people who are upset with uh, a black James Bond than fantasy shit. But that's just me. I don't know. I, I think the problem is, and like to actually be serious about it, like this isn't really diversity, man. Like if you want like true diversity, then what you need are like people from other cultures. More black stories or more, yeah, exactly. more Asian stories. Yeah, exactly. Then, do, then tell the stories. That's more authentic than go, you know what? Let's have a black little mermaid. I mean, who gives a fuck, really? Yeah. You know, and people understand what this is. This is just them yeah, yeah. trying to be lectured to and being talked down to and... 
People don't it's, like it's, it. It's like what Darius said, though, is right. It's you can there's smoother ways to do it. Introduce new characters or whatever. Like what they did with um Spider Man is cool. Miles Morales. Yeah, new bring, character. Bringing a different new character. He's black and it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Nobody had a problem with Miles Morales yeah. as far as I'm. Well, I no, could tell. everyone loves Miles Morales and yeah. he's got his whole now. You've not only got a, a character that like he's like half black, half Latinas. You've got two communities that can like look to someone. Mm. Yeah. He's built up a whole new like different yeah. his own law, his own world. Yeah, like my, why my, why not do my that? My son loves him as well. Son loves um, Miles Morales. Got the little um, dolls and shit. Not the dolls, but the toys. Yeah, yeah. Miles Morales toys. But um, Nico's child would never play with dolls. Not his son, anyway. <laughs> um, Very much gender blue. Um, what, what, what were you we saying? What were but, you saying? We were talking about stories. If you truly want diversity, that means that you need a range and a prefer of different stories from a diverse group. Yeah, of people. and like, it kind of di um, distracts. I remember watching that um, when it's when the push it too much it distracts from the story the 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 movie the one with um amazon brought out this one with michael b jordan he's like a special agent and it was just like the uh, president was black the commander of the <laughs> army was black then the chief his the woman from um thing was that Queen and Slim? I think she's in the movie and she mm. was black as well. And I was like, come on, guys, guys. You know what I mean? It, mm. it, it distracted. It was like, you were forcing this. There's no way in America you're going to have all these, <laughs> <laughs> all these black people yeah. leading the army, the country, the special agents. I was like, it just took away from it for me. I was like, yeah, you need a bit more white people in this film <laughs> for me to enjoy it. <laughs> in, in you should have tweeted way, that, man. In a weird way, it was like, come on, you guys just forcing this a bit too much. I, I think that's the thing. I think it's the forcedness yeah. of it. Like, it's, no one has a problem with, you know, diversity in film. Oh, but I fucking it, don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just when it's like, like cause you, you film is escapism, you want it to be kind of like, like real life. Mm. And you know, you, you and then it's, it's, you know, you can't have, uh, you can have it. You know, you, you can't have a Shakespeare play with, you know, uh, a black character in, but they do have that and they change it all the time. So I don't, I don't know. It's just, it just kind of takes away something from, it, from it, the believability of it. I, I don't, I, I agree with Nico, right? And I think fantasy characters, I agree with you all of that. Mm. However, the only difference, the only reason I think this has been an uproar and they're all being called racist, like I said, like it's written by Tolkien, who is, who's from the 20s England, right? And he specifically made each character part of like an English meant to be like mm. so the the little hobbits were meant to be like Northern. from a yeah northerners and villages and they were each kind of meant You know the original people in Britain though were black. Oh yeah what's uh, oh, the yeah. original um, man what's his name? Cheddar Cheddar, Cheddar Man. man. Cheddar, Cheddar Man, man. Cheddar was man. black. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the original people in England were black. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's okay yeah. for them to have these black dwarfs. <laughs> but why not just make a new character set from a different country? Maybe they're descendants of Cheddar Man. These are the Cheddar Dwarfs. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just think I just think it's deliberately provocative to the nerd culture. Mm. Like they've got these nerds and they're doing it. It's not just Lord of the Rings. It's all of the franchises. Like people grow up like so. Like He Man, right? There's been a new reboot of the new He Man. Like Is it? Part, yeah, on on Netflix, right? And the artwork looked amazing within the first episode they killed he-man he was replaced by a lesbian woman right <laughs> and they were like wow look how powerful this lesbian thing skeletor basically got sodomized by this leather right 
and then it was she man yeah and it was it's just like it's like what are you do? and all the fans are going mad and like oh you're just, you just hate that it's, it's fucking called he man it's funny it's a he man he's that was she raw they yeah. had a whole other thing for She-Ra. Yeah, and it? they loved She and like and the nerds would have loved She-Ra, but it's like they just they're just doing this deliberately. It's like well, why can't you just create like this? Anyway, so that so that was a big thing on Netflix but and it, it was made by the know, dude was, who did um clerks. Yeah, you know I was mad. I put on um Danger Mouse. I don't know if you tell you guys this one. With I Pimple. put on yeah, I put on Danger Mouse. Like the first episode I put on and I sit down there. Within two seconds, they got penfold in a purple dress. <laughs> <laughs> is that a and new Danger Mouse or an old one? It's a new one. There's a new one. They got penfold in a purple dress. I was like, what the? And all I can remember is that, um, not that penfold is a black man, but <laughs> is that um, when Dave Chappelle goes on Oprah and says, why is it? that every time they get a black man in the movie, he has to put on a dress. What <laughs> are they playing at? Was Penfold a man? I thought it was like... Uh, no, it was a mouse. He's a mouse. Yeah, but he's a male mouse. Penfold is a male mouse. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and all I can remember was that Dave Chappelle bit where he's asking Oprah why. But you know what? But <laughs> you know, put us in dresses. Like, we're laughing about it, but actually you kind of bring up an interesting point because... They don't care about us. We, they know that they've lost our minds, right? Mm. They're not going to change us. We've sculpted what we think. We know, mm. like we're, as to, I personally think, you know, you didn't grow up in England. You did. We we did. Yeah. We grew up in a pretty tolerant time, right? Especially in London, right? Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. We, we're pretty much tolerant, right? But they don't care about us. They want to get the next generation. They want to indoctrinate the next generation into thinking, okay, you can do this. I don't know what the end plan is, but like that's that's the goal. They they know they've lost I, us. I have a, a theory, and part of it is they they want to emasculate and also have a weakened population. So they're encouraging the emasculation of men and also the whole thing with like wearing masks is to keep you like cowardly and afraid of stuff. So, so words, we're, we're, we live in a society now where words are seen as, oh, this is a, words are hate, words are violence now. Whereas before, sticks and stones can break my bones, but words will never hurt me, right? And now you have people saying that... Silence is violence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did, you have that, I, I, did you have that rhyme in Barbados as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah baby. So, so, well, silence is violence. So, no, no, sticks and stones no, will make up bronze, but fuck cats. So we live... We live. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good t-shirt. <laughs> That's a good t-shirt. Yeah. But no, like, no, we live in a society where they're saying you can't clap. You gotta snap your fingers, and it's no, you just can't even snap your fingers. You've got to just jazz hand. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a gig, and a girl did that. And she follows me on Instagram, and I stopped the gig, and I said, "Listen, no." She was clicking her fingers. I said, what yeah, are you doing? Do that. Yeah, you and she goes, she goes, "I'm, I'm clicking." I said, "Listen, not in this, not in this comedy club, not when I'm emceeing. Every time you click your fingers, a comedian dies. You fucking <laughs> clap." <laughs> and she followed. She loved it. And she was proper woke. Yeah. But because I kind of said, "Listen, we're not gonna go for woke. We're gonna do it properly." Yeah. She went on board with it. If they, and they and they can see when there's yeah. hate and when there's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. But um, yeah, what this is, I don't know. I don't want to. But it's what Patrice would call. The pussification of, <laughs> of, of society and of our men. So when a society has weak men who are walking around wearing masks, afraid of the virus and who, who are using, as he calls it, he's, he does that sketch where he says, 
inappropriate. Anyone who uses the word inappropriate is such a, you know what I mean, a thing word. Like, uh, right? This is what is creating weak men so that we can continually be bullied. And people like the truckers and people who stand up for stuff, they want to get rid of those people because those people actually push back against the tyranny. Mm. But when you have people who are like, oh, I, I, I'm not going to clap. Uh, uh, let me put on my mask and oh, let me not Point say this word. <laughs> you, you, you are creating weak people. They say that this is and that's like, what they want. So TikTok uh, in the UK or TikTok in the West uh, the algorithm is completely different to what the social media is on in, uh, China. in China. So they, uh, for, for doing stupid, silly dances and pranks and shit like that, the algorithm pushes that and it forces people to make that sort of content and become that sort of influencer. Whereas uh, in China, they, uh, they re the algorithm rewards uh, things like uh, oh, yeah. science. And, Thing was and saying that, um, that guy, Schultz. Schultz was Andrew saying Schultz. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Schultz saying that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also in China, TikTok's got a 40 minute time limit on it a day. Yeah. Um, and just just before I forget on the masks, kids now, they, they've, they've, the CDC has lowered the amount of words kids have to be able to, to learn. So it used to be when a kid hit 24 months, they should know 50 words, right? But because of the masks and everyone was saying this is going to have an effect on kids' development, they said, no, it won't, no, it won't. Kids now... They've lowered it from 50 to 30 and they've said, oh, it's not had enough development just because they've moved the barriers and they just change the things to make it look realistic. Sorry, Nico. But it's like Tony Benn, the great politician. Great, I like Tony Benn. Great British politician. He has that um, clip where he, and we all kind of know it is that governments want a docile, easily managed, easily controlled uh, population. They don't want critical strong people because then they can't get away with as much as they would want to so this whole thing of the dumbing down of the education system the all of these things make the population more docile and compliant Minute. and then you yeah you, then you you live in a situation like 1984 or brave new world where we're just like little weak drones going around doing but, but here's the thing, like man, and, and this is the interesting thing. And once it's been pointed out to you, you'll start to notice it again and again, right? How do they frame this? How do they frame all these rules in order to get you to obey? They don't frame it as you're going to do this. How do they frame it? They go, we're doing it to keep you safe. Safety. That's what they always say. And more and more, when you start hearing that word and you start looking out for it, you'll realize that it's everywhere. Masks, masks keep you safe. When the reality is, we know that the vast majority of masks don't prevent the spread of COVID. So that's a, so that's the thing, right? Then they'll say, oh, we, you're making me feel unsafe. I didn't want these jokes at this particular club, or I don't like these jokes because they made me feel unsafe. No, they didn't make you feel unsafe. There was no part of that joke that made you unsafe. What it was is that you didn't like it. So what they are constructing in the bar in, with the word safety is what is acceptable and what isn't. And what isn't acceptable is being unsafe. Right. And that's how they're doing it, man. That's a great point. And also, that's how creeps and killers and rapists and all these type of people operate. 
they pretend to have your best interests at heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah come, I got blah blah blah. Come be safe in my van or whatever. Come on, that's what I wondered where that was going. That's what Bundy and and all of them yeah, type of people no, were doing. They were like, you know, they charm you. It's like what um. Was was call it Malcolm X said about the the liberals versus the conservatives? Mm. You know, he said at least with the conservatives, the Republicans, he know what he dealing with. Mm. The liberals, there are you know wolves in sheep's clothing. They pretend to be my friend, but they're fucking me over just, just as, as much, much or even more than the Republicans. But look at the way they got rid of cash. What was that about? We're keeping you safe from yeah, the virus. Yeah, yeah. Look at it now. Safe spaces where you're not allowed to discuss. You're not allowed to challenge. Again, it's about safety. Yeah. It's right the way through our culture. And once you start hearing that word safety, start looking around. And it's everywhere, man. It's uh, everywhere. And it's yeah. about control. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and they've also changed the meaning of words yep. and make you scared. So... I, Andrew Doyle, uh, Comedy Unleashed, yeah. I bought his new book, Free Speech, right? Yeah. Uh, the actual book, I pre-ordered it ages ago, I thought I want to read it, very good so far. But I was on the plane, and I was kind of, the the, art, the front page says, the front, the cover says free speech, big, and I was kind of like, I don't know if I should be reading this kind of in public, when, when it's not like a bad thing, but it would, but I kind of felt, even me, I thought, wow, that kind of is like a judge shows a light on me to be mm. like some sort of like right wing mm. alt Nazi. And all it's saying, and, and which the whole, you are. Well, I yeah. am. <laughs> I'm not, but I'm not actually. I'm actually, I, I, I voted for Jeremy Corbyn, right? And so I couldn't be, I, I thought it was going to be, I believed in what he was saying and whatever. But but just like that. So the, now, if you say free speech, it would be like, everyone was like, one, two, before COVID, you said, I everyone would say yeah free speech is a thing now you say free speech and they're saying oh f like there's all these articles on on recently free speech and uh, freedom from, especially for the trucker convoy freedom is just a white privilege that's what they're saying it's the now. same with feminism I mean like look, we're all basically on board with you know everyone should be equal but like now when you say oh, there's a feminist it's, it's kind of like what kind of feminist are we talking about here are mm. we talking about radical feminists new wave feminists it's all this sort of like it's, it just Turfs. gets convoluted Turfs, yeah. yeah, it's all convoluted, and it's like, okay, I don't know what that means anymore. What, what, do you, what are you about? What does that label mean? Mm. They, they've been doing it. They've been doing it for a long, long, long time. And safety for me is is the thing that the word safety doesn't mean what it used to mean. Same with the word racist. If you talked about someone that gets being banded about all the time. Yeah, if you Nazi said, gets banded Nazi, about. Literal Nazi. Transphobe. Oh, <laughs> Like if you uh, if you call someone a Nazi, what does that actually mean? It means that you ascribe to the values of Nazism, and you you read through it. I mean, those are some pretty awful extreme values. Yet now you have someone who basically says, "Well, I don't agree." You know, like I like for instance, I believe that sex is important. I don't believe that someone can change gender. I don't believe it. I believe there's two sexes. That's it. Someone will Kick be that. called a, yeah. <laughs> someone will be called a Nazi for that. You know, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, I don't think Hitler was aware of the trans debate. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he only had one ball or something. Yeah, yeah he's, he's part trans. Wasn't he, wasn't he a cross-dresser? Wasn't that yeah. one of the stories? Maybe he did. Maybe he's he was more aware he's also it. addicted to meth. Yeah. Um, you know, so he's a drug user. Yeah. And he was painting. Yeah. And yeah. he's an artist. Yeah. And he's an artist. And he had a dog. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know what that's got to do with it. Just random Hitler facts yeah. 101. How, how did Hitler treat his dogs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a real question. <laughs> Zoom it yeah. uh, So you're saying we should look out for words like safety, uh, sudden illness. What other words should we look, look out for? Yeah, the moment I think, like before. Before all of this, like you hear someone's a racist, that's a really extreme, serious accusation. Now it's just a tool used to shut down debate. That's all it is. Yeah. You know, racist, white supremacists, Nazis, swastikas. You, it's like, well, like what Trudeau says. You got, I can't believe any of this. I can't. And believe- Trudeau's the man in blackface. Like yeah. how many times? Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> come on. Yeah. All right. Well, we, listen, we've. We've gone quite long, so yeah. before we've basically—if anyone's listening just for you—we haven't actually asked you some stuff. So maybe we should just uh, in interview Francis a little bit, ask him some stuff now, because then they'll have to listen all the way to get to this bit. Don't chapter this, so they won't know where to get to. <laughs> <laughs> so Francis, I got some questions as a as a listener for um, of trigonometry. Actually, if you don't know, it, it's fucking—it's great. Um, it's nothing to do with comedy, though. No, not really. No, we do interview the odd comedian, but no, not really. It's like, and, but you're both comedians, but this is quite a serious podcast. Yeah. Who would you say, what are your top three guests? Top three guests, David Nutt talking about drugs. David Nutt is the uh, former advisor to the Brown government who was fired for pointing out a statistical fact, which is it is l- more dangerous to go horse riding than it is to take ecstasy. Okay. That's a statistical fact. He got fired. He's now in charge. Uh, I think it's Imperial College London. Who are Actually, at- I think I asked you this question last time. Yeah. <laughs> same exact this is, same. Listen, I don't you, do much research. You and Leo do this all the time. <laughs> you just repeat, yeah, repeat the same it. shit. I got bored. I said, oh, yeah, I heard this one. Yeah. <laughs> repeat the same shit. I've got a better okay. question. Wait, who's the worst guest? Who was the guest <laughs> that came on and you thought, this guy's a fucking cunt? Uh, Leo That's what Curse. I know. Leo Curse. <laughs> <laughs> I not Leo. Name names. <laughs> name names. No, I I can't. Come on, Francis. Free speech, Francis. <laughs> Free speech. Don't be a pussy. Tell us who. Tell us who the worst guest was. <sighs> no, I can wait. Genuinely, all the guests. Francis, no, every guest has been like. That's great. a lie. That's a cold phrase lie. There must be one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is this people. is similar yeah. to why Darius is no longer on Twitter because he was. You're getting no longer bull- on Twitter. Darius has got off Twitter because he he was having a bit of a mental mental. Okay, I've come off Twitter. Honestly, the reason I just came off it is because I I, I thought to myself, one, I, I listened like Nico, Leo was like, oh, they're like, ar- uh, uh, he stole this line from someone someone else, like offense archaeologist, right? Yeah, so, yeah. So yeah. I was Toby like, Young used yeah. to talk about. So it's it, like, yeah. I, there's nothing. Like, I don't think I've tweeted anything bad. Oh, I think you probably yeah, have. I probably yeah. have. <laughs> but 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 I already did an advanced search and done it by all the all the trigger words that I could think of, and I've, they're they're all gone, right? But even then, there'd be probably be something there. I thought, why am I on this? And then I just felt like I'm just shouting at like an old man shouting at the clouds. Like I don't like what am I on? <laughs> what am I on it for? I was moaning about Arsenal. I was looking at my engagement every now and then, but like it's just such a fucking tedious waste of time. That's Come what. On. The phone, all the apps are when you really study it, man. Even today, I told you guys, I want follow th- us on Instagram, yeah. Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I want to throw my phone in the bin, man. I'm, I'm just sick of it. I, I, like, I look at Instagram and I'm like, what have I gained from looking at this? I've gained absolutely nothing. You've seen some fantastic arses. I've seen some bodies, but even now I'm bit bored of the female form. Try the male. Try <laughs> no, a trans female yeah, exactly. trans, trans female. I mean like I, I know what you mean it's Yeah I'm just bored of it now I'm like yeah Nice boobs But what It does nothing for me anymore 
and Twitter is, as you say, you go on there and I just have an argument back and forth about the vaccine or or the truckers or some shit. And I'm like, I'm gaining nothing from this. Mm. This is not enriching my life in any shape or form. And what's this phone doing for me? Like, this 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 has made us stupid, man. It really has. And, and it's really like ruined our attention spans. Long form um, content. Or even just reading books is not a thing really anymore that kids and stuff are doing. Everything is just two second videos. Ha <laughs> ha! Move on to the next one. It's 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 McDonald's information. Mm. You 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 get it in and it's out and it's it does nothing to enrich your. You know what I mean? So I I want to get rid of this shit, man. Join me and 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 quit Twitter. Also, it felt good to just deactivate. So, do you really want to quit? Yeah, you know what I do. Fuck you, Twitter. Just li- and and the thing is. You, it's fine, you argue over big things, but they also come at you over small things. I remember uh, a Rick Mullen, friend of ours, comedian up up north, he said, I prefer um, real gigs to Zoom gigs. They called him out and they got an argument over that. Just that I said that Arteta is a shit manager, which objectively, up until recently, he's been very shit manager. Like, people are like fucking DM brigading me going, oh, are you fucking... Mm. I said, I said, well, why are you... Like, and I said, what am I doing? So I just deleted it. Facebook's already dead. That's on its death strokes, man. No one's using that anymore. I had deleted that like four years ago, man. Yeah, Facebook's dead. Yeah. I'm going to delete Facebook completely. Do you want... What are you... I would love to get... I would love... You know whose career I would love? That guy, Daniel Kitson's. I would love his career. He just puts up a thing. He's in blah, blah place. It sells out. He's not on social media as far as I'm concerned. Oh, wow. um, people he has just, an email he, list. Is he? That's, yeah, that's it. He kind of just... He, yeah, he's, he's not on Twitter, is he? No, no, no. No, no, exactly. He has the best career of any comedian. The guy just puts up, boom, my show is whatever. And tickets sell out within a day or two. And he's Quicker not, than that, man. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, guy yeah. sells out in about an hour. That's what I would love, man. All this, oh, come see me in. Oh yeah, I'm in Glasgow, Edinburgh, <laughs> <laughs> and Newcastle, Newcastle. In April April, 7th. April 5th, 6th, and 7th. And Six. we're filming on March. We're, uh, we're filming on March 20th. Uh, specials, me and Leo on March in Edinburgh. Top, no, in in Top Secret. Okay. For Amazing. next up. Well, this for next up. <laughs> I mean, it's not. I said it on stage. I said, "Listen, we're filming. You're welcome to come. Obviously, as soon as you know Netflix, we'll instantly betray them and leave. But we're filming, so everyone. I think it's March 20th. Tickets are available now on Top Secret Comedy Club's website. Boom! There you go. The moment you start talking to different people, everybody has got a different opinion. Is so it? What- I heard it was something to do that we're the US are building uh, uh, sort of army camps and bases in in Ukraine and Ukraine. Uh, Russia weren't having that and don't want uh, Ukraine to be part of NATO and, and yeah that's what Farage said when we interviewed Farage him and Constantin put uh, had a, a little bit of back and forth and he Farage was just saying that essentially what happens is that Russia has grown ever more paranoid it's seen NATO expand further eastwards Ukraine are going to want to take part become part of NATO once Ukraine become part of NATO then. Again, that means that Ukraine uh, become the enemy to Russia. They're on the other side, whatever else. And then, as a result of that, that's why they've invaded. That's what. what but and then it's back and forth, and I don't know. I don't know enough about it. So, so my understanding is after the fall of the Soviet uh, Soviet Union, Soviet Blanc. Soviet <laughs> after the fall of the Soviet Union, uh, but part of the the deal that they made was that 
no surrounding countries Bar- yeah. would, would have any arms against yeah. Russia, right? Yeah. So then Putin's come in, and now because they're going to get Ukraine saying to join NATO, that's why they said, well, if they join NATO, they're going to be on our door, so I'm going to go mad. And he does what he says. So he's recognized Lanax and Donetsk or whatever mm. as independent states. The only thing I know is that none of us are qualified to talk That's about That's true, it. actually. I think but we've both explained Paul that badly. Paul take steroids. Yeah, of course he does. You reckon? Right. You reckon he takes, like, human growth hormone and shit? I, I reckon, reckon the only way to solve, it, to solve this is for him and Boris to have a shagging competition. <laughs> to uh, shag a horse. Yeah. Mr. Hans. <laughs> I reckon Boris would win, man. <laughs> He's got form. Um, we're going to need to wrap it up because I've got someone else coming into the studio. Francis has ever been a great guest. Uh, go see Nico April 5th, 6th. 5th, 6th and 7th. Up north. Newcastle, Newcastle. Glasgow, Edinburgh. Anything? Call your uh, team. Just follow me, Francis J. Foster, on all the social media. So check out Trigonometry. That's yeah. it. Uh, so, oh, hang on, hang on. Second best guest because you gave David Nutt the first one yeah, last gave, time you were on and then nothing. again so what's the number two episode the number two episode for me you've you've caught me out now I think the number two episode oh this is tricky you said McGlade uh, Chris McGlade man Chris McGlade was fantastic you've uh Posey you know Parker. What? Yeah, Posey Parker's great. You know what? Farage was fucking good, man. Check out Farage's interview. Yeah, okay. The second well, one. That, yeah. And I like that lady, Laura Dodsworth. I, yeah. don't, I don't know who Shout that is. Shout out to Laura. Is she the one who... Uh, what did she do? She wrote a she book She wrote The called... State of Fear. Bring up her Insta. My favourite book. It's a book called The State of Fear. It's all about how the night. government... Use <laughs> psychology. I read in order, it in her voice. Yeah, exactly. In order <laughs> to strike fear into the British population yeah. over COVID. Yeah. Oh and my. she breaks it down. It's a fascinating read. And she's great in it. She's March twentieth, Top Secret Comedy Club, next up filming, uh Leo Shows Cancel Culture, my show Don't Be Shit. Uh come to that. That's all we've got to promote. Wunderbar. Right, that's it from Thank us. Thank you so much. That's um, bird gang, we born to fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I understand none of that. Mm -hmm. Anyway, bye.